and welcome back to the part-time otaku podcast my name is dave my name is grant and we're going to cover attack on titan season four episode 13 today uh if it's your first time here welcome we are anime only watchers uh we're going to do a quick recap of the episode then we're going to break it down beat by beat give you some of our favorite moments theories etc um before we start i want to give a quick shout out to reddit user Kurtene. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm saying that phonetically. I'm not sure if there's, you know, anything, uh, a special way to say it, but it's K-R-T-N-E-H-H-H, we'll at you or, you know, whatever in the, in the social stuff we put out. Thank you so much for the Levi thumbnail, office-themed Levi thumbnail. I, Dave, you sent this to me and, like, I burst out laughing. Like, we were it, semi in public and just, I just couldn't help myself. Grant, I didn't even priceless. tell you. He he posted this, and the caption on the Reddit post was POV, your Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I got me pretty good. Uh, that's awesome. So, yeah, shout out. I love the love the art style on this one. I love, like, how cool it looks, and I think it'll make a pretty cool thumbnail. So, so shouts out. We appreciate yeah. you. Big time. Love it. Okay, without further ado, we'll jump right in. So, here's, uh, here's how Season 4, Episode 13 went. I'll kick us off here. Zeke explains to Levi that he used a mixture of gas and his spinal fluid to transform the villagers of Ragako several years ago. Niccolo treats the Browse family at the restaurant where he works. Gabby and Falco make contact with Niccolo, but are attacked by him once he realizes it was Gabby that killed Sasha. Falco is injured, attempting to protect Gabby. Niccolo is then subdued by the scouts and explains he believes the wine is tainted by Zeke's spinal fluid. The Jaegers arrive and take everyone hostage. Aaron arrives with a bloody hand and says he'd like to talk to Armin and Mikasa. Boom. Dave, this is... I'm just going to get right down to it. This is going to go... I think I think how I texted you was... This is going to top... Th- or best of the season. Mm-hmm. Top three of the whole series. This episode. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a bold claim, sir. This, this is a no-fat... Mm-hmm. through the entire episode this is you know it's perfect transition from scene to scene everything is clear and concise points are very like very high tension like yeah you know I, incredibly high tension but just what a tremendous episode i don't disagree man it, you know the pacing was on point animation was on point uh story beats character stuff that we're gonna get to um Really paid off a lot of stuff that we've been building to. Not to mention, sets up a ton as well. Pays off a couple theories. Mm-hmm. Big ones. Big Crucial. Brain. Big Brain Dave. Big Brain Dave. Call me. You may call me Nostradamus <laughs> going forward. <laughs> but no, man, it's fucking killer. Like, yeah, uh, one. Of, I, I agree is that it's definitely best. One of the best of the season. I frankly can't remember. It's hard to rank episodes for the series for me. Maybe we'll have to do that in like a wrap up of the whole show mm. or something. Yeah, but, like a, a good retrospective. Yeah, but anyway, up there, fucking huge episode. I can't. I think that maybe there have only been a couple episodes in the entirety of this show where I've been near emotional. Yeah, and this was one of them. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you know before we get to the like the meat and potatoes. We should start with how the episode starts. So, and that is right to the meat and potato. That's the yeah. Thing, that's the thing with this episode, Dave. Is there's no, you know, I think we had talked last week. You know, I, you know, I wasn't hard on last week's episode, but like the week prior to that, you know, I we I we had both loved so much, and that was such a big emotional build, and it's crazy 
the payoff we have from like that moment like in this like with with everything it's ah this this episode all the stuff they've been kind of sprinkling along like since we've been back in parody is kind of like in this moment you know what i mean this is kind of like how everything leading up to the marley moment this is you know this is the new flashpoint of the season of like the the next like portion of the season um but yeah like just the second i saw like the the like the calm and the quiet of the family yeah and like in the village and you know like the hat blows off and like just and then the gas and like did you immediately know what we were seeing like the second that the gas showed up yes and no like i it was almost a you know it was a very brief misdirect for me where i saw like the gas and the steam and i figured that meant titans were already there i didn't realize that like gas was literally being pumped into it um so that was interesting yeah but but i did realize like oh this is probably you know we're probably being shown what happened at connie's village all those years yeah. ago mm-hmm. so you know we at least know now i mean a couple things like you know obviously zeke is able to shout titans alive yeah <laughs> we knew that before but it, yeah it does sound like there's a bit of a prerequisite whether it's spinal fluid um ingested somehow or this mixture it's not like you can't just yell at any eldian and make no. them pop no there has to be some like spinal fluid of some sort and i wonder if it has to be his specifically yeah i don't know i mean i don't maybe so... he has power over maybe it's like a because i thought about that too maybe it's just a, a power over his own that's i guess an interesting biology power. Oh, maybe that's why he's able to control because, them specifically. Yeah, because there is. I, I don't want to jump ahead because I really want to go like beat yeah, by yeah. beat in this episode. But there is a reference later, of like historically, his they make mention that his spinal fluid was yeah. used as a weapon. Yeah. So yeah, they do. You know. So I'm wondering if maybe that's just how. Maybe that's like with the difference between Aaron and him. Like Aaron is the founding titan, and he has kind of like all, you know, all imposing power. Yeah. Whereas like Zeke only has control over like what comes from him, so interesting. That would that makes can, a lot of sense though, you know, right? Because they back in season three, you know, he was able to control those titans in titan form and in human form, but they were all titans from that village, mm, right? Exactly. Like, after his fight with Levi, he ordered them to go attack Levi, and they all they all still did. But presumably, they probably were all made the same way from so, this village. Yeah. Or, or, you know, but, in uh, other places. But. I'm actually referring to, if you remember, it's like a really cool scene, but it's very specific. It's right before the uh, Beast Titan starts throwing pitches at the wall. Okay. Erwin is saying like, oh, we got to draw them out. And then we see like a hundred lightning bolts come, come down. Mm. And that, do you remember? Like, and it's all those Titans transforming at the same time. Yeah. They think it's just, they think it's just him. And then, like, yeah. he kind of, I'm yeah. assuming he must have had more people gassed in reserve or something that he waited to transform well here's the other really interesting thing i had no idea there were other marlian soldiers on the island at that time yeah i totally agree it, it i've been thinking about this a bit and i realized like okay my my guess is like you know female titan you know reiner berthold nanny were gone for so long that marley was probably like what the fuck's going on yeah should we send in some reinforcements and they clearly sent in a couple they sent zeke and piek and yeah. maybe apparently also some military support. Um, so that's or 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 not. Maybe Zeke's lying about that part. I don't know. But but yeah. So clearly Marley sent some reinforcements. 
it's just, and just you know like the visually like the scene was so terrifying yeah. it's the contrast of it was such a quiet scene you know it goes from like the quiet of the village and people kind of going about their day like very simple life to like the only other noise is you hear kind of like the people more or less gagging mm-hmm. and like they're just like par- like paralyzed yeah the use of silence it's kind of a scary way to go and then, like, it slowly ramps up, and, like, there's, like, a bit of a musical cue, and then it just cuts to, like, Zeke and the troops and, like, these gas masks. And I was like, yeah. this guy is so evil. <laughs> like, I do, oh, I don't or, like this guy. Or, and I'm very interested in this next part, right? So, he, yeah. it's Levi, and he's, he's you know, Levi is the one getting him to rehash all this, because apparently the scouts are already aware, but... Mm. He says, yeah, but you, you know, you told us this, but you still don't have any remorse. But what I'm, and I, that's not, doesn't shock me at all. But what I'm more interested in is Zeke says, yeah. he's like, I had to do it. Otherwise I wouldn't have been able to bring hope to, to Eldia. Like, is he insinuating that he had already switched sides at this point? I, I think, I think he's just trying to manipulate the narrative of yeah. what is known. Because again, you know, there's. There's other reference. There's a, another reference in the episode where they've shown that Zeke has a narrative that he has been it, that has been administered to us and the cast, and I don't think that's necessarily the case anymore. Um, it, it's just like you know, it's just the visual cues. Like you know, jumping a little ahead, like you know, Zeke or um, Levi gets word about the situation with Zachary, mm. and just it's just the cut to his eyes, like. You know, and then obviously, like, you know, the to the yeah. OP, but absolute manipulator and has been guiding this whole thing along from the very the very beginning. I, I don't think this whole Eldia thing, I think it's just a power grab. You think he's I on think, his own side? I think he's on his own side, and I think that he thinks that Aaron is on his side, too. And, you know, he might be in, or he's not. Like, we, we don't really know yeah, where that's I'm going. So it doesn't curious. look great. Yeah. Um, but, um, no, but the other really, and... I legitimately believe that Levi should be getting, if we had like an MVP award for every episode, it should be going to Levi because he has some unreal moments this episode. Yeah, I agree. And like leading up to that, you know, Zeke asks, asks Levi, he's like, why do you keep asking me this? I've told you this multiple times. I think he says, he says, you've asked me this a couple of times and I've told you. And, and kind of like to what you said, (laughs) Levi's like, I'm not letting you off the hook. Like you have no remorse. And it's not that village. It had a name. It's Ragnico, you know, like, it was, you know, like, it's... You can tell Levi smells something. I just hope it's not too late. I, I don't know. What, you I know. think it might be. I, well, not not we'll saying see. it's definitively the end for Levi, but I think they've have c- completely lost control of the situation. Like, definitely. the wheels are off the road. <laughs> not yet, though. We're not at that part yet. So, um, Zeke and Levi, you know, before the, the, sw- the scene goes moves on, they do both agree, though, that... They're running out of time, and they need to test the rumbling soon. I think that was more a reference of Levi saying, no, I agree, we are out of time. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you were saying that Levi agrees about the test. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah, anyway. So they think, you know, they're running out of time, but then Levi gets news. We don't mm-hmm. hear, we don't know exactly what news, but then we shift perspectives, and uh, and we deal with the Browse family showing up at Niccolo's restaurant. Mm. So I think, obviously, you and I knew we were clearly going to see Niccolo, Mm-hmm. Um, would you th- this this scene is like the heart of the episode. Like we're here for a very long time. This is some of the scariest shit I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> yeah. Legitimately, uh, actually, that was 
intense from the moment it gets started. Um, and I'm going to throw, you know, a little compliment Gabby's way. You can just tell how scared she is. Mm-hmm. Like, actually scared. They're, you know, the kind of the, the Browse family turns around and kind of looks to Gabby. Or uh, it's Mia and Ben in this situation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're like, oh, you know, like, it's just a restaurant and da-da-da. And I think one of the other kids kind of, like, cracks a joke at, at Gabby's expense. Mm-hmm. And she just has this look bumpkin. of, like, yeah, calls her a bumpkin. <laughs> And she just has a look of bewilderment and confusion, and then she immediately grabs on to Kaya, and yeah. is like, "Are you sure? Like, are you sure there's like a Marley in here?" Like, she's so scared, and and even even Falco, he, you can tell they're so out of their element more than they've already been. Like, they're back behind enemy lines again. Yeah, you know, they're not out in the woods. They're back in the city. It was it was tense from the second the doors opened. <laughs> it, it was, and I liked you know I appreciate Kaya actually. This whole episode is a really good testament to how great um, new characters can tell mm-hmm. a story because Kaya, Niccolo, and Sasha's father, whose name I don't even know, are all so important to how this all goes. And yeah. we'd barely seen them before. Um, but they're all really instrumental in, in the whole flow of this scene. So Kaya introduces uh, you know, everybody. They all start eating. Kaya also voices you know, some of what you and I were saying. She's like, I think that, you know, Niccolo and Sasha were probably in love. Mm. And then, big, big, yeah. b- very big moment there. Yeah. Um, well, before that too, Kaya, because Kaya tells Gabby, she's like, get your shit together. Like, soldiers yeah, yeah, eat yeah, here. Yeah. And the second she said that, I was like, it's on. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't know what was coming, but we had an idea mm-hmm. that there'd be some interactions. But I, again, to this level. And then, you know, like, as you said, the introductions are made the the cut to falco's face after kaya says that she thinks they were in love falco mm-hmm. knows immediately oh fuck. he knows he's like and you, oh, you could no. tell and you and he was so distracted and they kind of try and play it off as because i don't think there was a plan going in there i think gabby picked up on falco maybe being a little distracted not knowing what was going on and then they kind of chalk it up to having like a sore stomach or something like that yeah i think they were just gonna like roll with it try and isolate the marleyan and get in touch yeah, and but just f- the transition from Falco realizing to like clearly being like trying to figure it out in his head. Yeah, and then you know him kind of coming back to like everyone talking to him in the food, and he dives in and he's kind of lost for a moment. I was like, it was just every moment was like we're climbing a set of stairs and like we're gonna get pushed soon. <laughs> you you could see, I mean? yeah, I agree though. It's it was kind of reminiscent now that I hear you describe it that way. You could kind of see the gears turning in Falco's head, and that yeah. was kind of similar in a way to him in the basement with him and reiner when he puts the pieces together of oh fuck wait how ha- long ago were they friends i hadn't thought of that until you just said that's very true it's it's you know he's, he's having you know, this repeating moment he's young but he's like putting shit together and he's like oh fuck not this again yeah um but the scouts show up before shit hits the fan mm-hmm. um and i i didn't see it coming I and mean, you know it seems obvious now like we're getting all these people in the same building you know, in the same area uh, for a fun scene. I just thought it was like a funny, I didn't even think of it. Cause I was like, oh, of course, like, you know, we knew that Sasha and co were going to try and isolate a few other Marleyans to see if they knew anything. Right. Yeah. Uh, because of last episode. And they basically say that They're like, Hey, we just want to talk to you. You know, it's not urgent. We don't want to upset you and your working conditions now that we're vulnerable. Yeah. Um, but then there's the wine scene where, uh, Gene tries to get into the wine, and uh, Niccolo stops him. And it's cool too because they had, they had like again more a little. 
little breadcrumbs to kind of connect like previous stuff you know they say oh this is like the fabled stuff you know i i keep hearing about this stuff that only the yeah, uh, higher high rankings ranking. can... and then kanye like wow we're pretty high up in the sky <laughs> and I'm like, you doorknob <laughs> like, fucking idiot and you can t- you can tell like they're all friends and they're just fucking around and then like just nicolo's just change a character like the way he like bolts snaps. for the boss snaps and you can tell Gene was hurt, too, because I think Gene might have considered him a friend. Well, they probably, I think they built a rapport. You know, if you remember, mm-hmm. you know, clearly Niccolo had something with Sasha. But also, they find Niccolo at her grave after this. And they seem to yeah. be pretty friendly with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think there was definitely something there. And, uh, you know, it caught me off, off guard, too. It was transparent in the moment. I was like, oh, he's clearly yeah. protecting them. Yeah um but god did he have to bring race into this i mean i guess it's been a while since we've been reminded well when you think when you think about it if if you are truly truly trying to save someone Mm -hmm. and if you feel like there like there's no room for error i feel like you kind of take it to that next level regardless of people's feelings in the moment erase any doubt make sure that they exactly you know make sure it doesn't happen erase all doubt it doesn't matter what you do in the moment and I think that I think that was clearly evident. But they, holy, like he must have like dialed back into some old repressed memories because he went for it. <laughs> you know, yeah. it seemed genuine. It seemed genuine. I was like, ah, like I know. You know, it's like you said, like without a doubt, he's trying to save them and he, you know, cares for them in ways. And but it was uh, that was that was tough. That was a tough hang for a moment. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, then he goes down to uh, to the wine cellar to put mm. the wine away, and that's when Gabby and Falco make their play. Yeah, and they meet him down there, and this is a, an amazing scene. Unreal, one of the Bye. best of the whole episode, maybe you know of of all the seasons. Um, but I and I think I knew. Did you know? Like, oh fuck this! This is not gonna go well. I knew when they cornered him. They 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 had. You know, I, I understand they probably had to get away and try and be as, you know, quiet and away from things as possible. Yeah. But just the setting of, like, he was already kind of, he was already worked up. up. Yeah. You know, the that whole encounter with Gene, was a, a, probably a rough call. He probably had so many things running through his head. He was probably thinking of Sasha in that moment, it, weirdly enough, you know. Yeah. And, and, and then we get, you know, Gabby, and she just... Couldn't read the room, huh? Couldn't read the room and just couldn't fucking help herself. This was so typical of her. Yep. You know, she like she makes the reveal, you know, you know, we're warrior candidates. And then even him, he's he Nico's like he's dumbfounded. He's like, What? Like, whoa, like what is going on here? What the fuck are you doing here? What happened? How'd you yeah. get here? And she just and you know, you see that horrified look in his eye. Did you yeah. kill anybody? And she's just too happy to spill the beans. She's like, of course I did. I'm yeah. fucking awesome. And we're going to kill more. And then also, Falco's face. Yeah. He has immediately put it together. And he's, he's trying to stop her. Gabby. Yes. Gabby, like, oh. <sighs> when Nicolo grabbed the wine bottle, uh, I was yeah. like, oh my god. Oh, he's fuck, going... oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I actually, I, the fact that it went where it went, I thought they were both going to get murdered in that Same. basement. I thought that there. was I thought that was it. You know, and it was going to not be like a dead storyline, but it was just we never would have found out. Like, you know, there would have been no resolution. I, I kind of thought that for a second that was what they were, how they were going to play that out. Just kind of leave it unknown. That would to be honest, like, you know, some people might say, "Oh, it doesn't give them like a great character arc." But I think, you know, 
in a lot of instances, you don't need someone to become three-dimensional and to have like a cyclical, yeah. complete journey. Like sometimes you just need to make a point. Yeah. And the point that they have made with Gabby has been done so effectively mm. already. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Of, of She's very much um, been on, it feels like a very condensed journey, very similar to Aaron and Reiner, mm. where they grow up learning one thing and then that it's all thrown into question and you know they have a very very deep hatred instilled at them at a very young age um but she's seeing you know the other side of it way earlier than they did and i think it's really fucking her up yeah um and you know every time she learns a little bit about the world and and how it's maybe not what she thought it was it feels like she just doubles down Mm. um and yeah, but she's, like, she's also so much younger than Aaron and Reiner were when yeah. they figured those things out. They were almost men. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. She, like, she is a child. Like, I think, you know, they must be 12 or 13, maybe. Somewhere in there, yeah, yeah. But, fuck, man. Like. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm definitely not blaming her for not having, you know, better foresight no, and, and understanding. No. It, but it just feels like they're, they're making a point with her character. And that's, a, it's a tragic point. You know what I mean? I don't think we're meant to feel great watching all this happen. No, definitely not. Um, so we didn't, we didn't say what happened and what happens is, you know, she, she brags about killing, uh, Sasha, though she doesn't really realize the significance of that. And, uh, Niccolo loses it, throw, goes to hit her over the head with a wine bottle, misses, or mm. he doesn't miss, Got, uh, uh, Falco Fal- pushes her out of the way mm-hmm. and he takes a wine bottle to the back of the head. Brutal. And, uh, they showed it too. They really like the oh, animation yeah. on that. You know, as, as grim as that sounds, it was kind of similar to when she bludgeoned. The irony is she bludgeoned a guard mm-hmm. to death, mm-hmm. and uh, and now Falco, probably the only person she cares about. Yeah. For right a now. sec there, you know, we see the wine go in his mouth. We're not a hundred percent sure, but we're I didn't notice sh- that at all. I thought it was blood or wine, yeah. which maybe is an artistic choice. Uh, but mm. I thought it was it was bad. Um, and then and then I was like. Are we gonna kill her? What's gonna happen? What? Where do we go from here, Niccolo? Like, what's your choice gonna be? And we see very quickly, he knocks her ass out and drags them both upstairs. And then, and that's the thing too. Like, he knocks her out, and you're kind of just left. Like, I think it's like a moment of black. Mm-hmm. And you're like, where's this gonna go? And it literally just cuts to him, carting them past, like knocked out in his arms. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like we're doing it. Like, and and Niccolo just calls out. Mr. Browse. Yep. Like, just calls him, and, like, just right to the point of, like, this is the girl who killed your daughter and was just abrupt of, you know, it goes to hand him the knife of, if you don't do it, I will do it for you, sir. Yep. I, like, I would be honored. And it was, it was just this, he was on autopilot, he was blacked out. You know what I mean? Like, he was not, yep. obviously not himself, but. You could tell, in that moment, we got to see where his priorities and his loyalty were. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, it was, there was no right or wrong. There was only avenging Sasha. Yeah. And, you know, her dad's in the building. He clearly mm-hmm. cares about Sasha and, and therefore her family. And, he's, you know, he wants to extend his, uh, his token of revenge in case, uh, in case you know, her dad wants it. I, I, not for a second did I think her dad would take it. But I no. But for no, no, no. every moment of that, I was like, oh, okay, well, now we know who he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He, you know, he clearly... I think this guy kind of lost it for a minute. Absolutely. But, like, it felt like he was going through, like, the five stages of grief, like, in front of us. Yeah. Like, you know, just denial, acceptance, rage. The voice um, actor on this guy has got some pipes. Yeah. So that, that guy was hauling 
into the like screaming without it, yeah without it being annoying you know what i mean it was, no. it was dramatic it was on point it was really good emotional it was very you know it's, it's as weird as that sounds but like you could you could tell the grief in his voice yep. you know like he was i think it, it, yeah, all was, of them uh there's so many standout voice actors uh in this show the guy that voices aaron got the kid or i think the guy that does falco who also was tanjiro and demon slayer mm. fucking crushes yeah um, Armin. Anyway, funny enough, the other standout in this episode was Kaya. Yes, she was because yeah, she has she... A, a wailing moment. But not even not even the wailing moment too. Oh, like, you, it's just oh, I know what you mean. The, there's a couple moments. I think the moment there's there's the moment where she more or less tells Gabby to like get her shit together, mm-hmm. and then there's the moment where she says good luck, and it just yeah. came off as like genuine. And I was and that too. When really they hard go, to like, appear genuine that way. Yeah, and it was just like a simple line, and like you can tell, like it was just like an inner monologue, yeah. inner dialogue, yeah, yeah, of like when Gabby and Falco are clearly going to find Nicolo, and it's yeah, just I like, remember that moment. She's eating, and it's just, and yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just like a good luck, and it's and that's when I really knew shit was gonna go south. Yeah, after the rewatch, like you know, like on the second time around, and I saw that moment of like, oh, like fuck, okay, <laughs> they like they they really just set up like okay we're at phase one of things going bad phase two <laughs> like it just everything it was one thing after another this whole episode leading to this moment obviously and and then it quickly becomes a hostage situation um yeah so before it becomes a hostage situation there's a lot that goes down between or no actually because there's two hostage situations in this episode <laughs> yeah oh true <laughs> <laughs> um but uh but no yeah you're right so you know, I like this good exchange uh, between Gabby and Niccolo because it reminds me of Gabby's exchange with Kaya, um, mm. in which they're just yelling at each other, screaming you know I mean? at each other. Is this is this before Armin gets here when they're back and forth, before. or I think the scouts are there? The scouts are there, but I don't think Armin has in, you know called everybody in yet. Yeah, um, they're just yelling at each other, and you know, it's it's right after Niccolo reveals to you know Sasha's parents everything that happened, and Gabby's you know, basically saying, like, yo, what are you doing? You're a Marlian soldier. That devil woman bewitched you. She killed yeah. people that I knew. And Niccolo's like, who the fuck cares who killed first? Like, yeah. and he goes on to say, like, this woman showed me something that I loved. She took me away from the war. And that's, and that's my favorite line, or my one of my two favorite lines that's in this whole Satan. episode. Well, no, he says she was, or, see, now I'm, I feel like a dummy. I completely forgot the moment. But he essentially, his expression of she... She reminded me that there's more t- than this shitty war. I think is along yeah. the lines of what he says, and it's so genuine. And it's what I've just been saying to myself, and you and I have been saying this whole season, is like this war is bullshit. You know, yeah. it's it's just it's ancient, it's weird ancient rivalry. Like you know, just you know, running for the gun between all these nations, and it's it's you know it's. Like, I'm saying our world, I'm sure our world, there's a lot of similar things and all that, but it's just, it has such a microscope on, like, the mm-hmm. specific type of conflict. Mm-hmm. And you can just see how genuine he was to be, like, away from it. Like, you know, it's probably been four years of more or less bliss. Yeah. it. You it, know? It feels like it uh, allowed Niccolo some focus yeah. on what may or may not matter, because he, he also says, I came to the island at one point, he says, I came to the island to save the world from devils. Yeah, you know what I mean. He had no idea what he was gonna find there, and you know things happened the way they did, and he found Sasha, and that seems like a really fun little story. And of course, yeah. it had to end the way it did. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I, I really appreciated Niccolo not pulling any punches. It being very clear um, that he's willing to to kill Gabby for for what happened. Yeah. But you know, the scouts arrive. Um, that argument continues to to shift. Mm-hmm. But eventually, Sasha's dad takes the knife. And delivers, like, one of the coolest yeah. allegory monologues of the whole fucking show. Yeah. Um, giving meaning to the episode title, Children of the Forest. How'd you feel about that scene? About Niccolo's dad, or uh, Sasha's dad, breaking it I, down? I loved it. I will say the first time I watched it, because there's a very confusing little bit, because he makes references to two forests. Yeah. But doesn't clarify which is the bad one. Yeah. Because they literally grew up in a forest. <laughs> well, he said, because that's what he opens up is, like, you know, like, we grew up. He kind of more or less blames himself for the situation. Not to the point where, like, you know, like, he deserves, like, lashes or whatever. Like, punish me, punish me kind of thing. It was, you can tell, like, in the moment, he kind of had, like, some clarity and kind of, like, looked back on the life of raising his children. You know, and because he makes the moment of, or he, he says, like, you know we grew up in the forest, you know, she would shoot varmints and that was Mm -hmm. our way of life. And then we brought her, you know, and it came to a point where that it wasn't that anymore. We had to bring her out into the real world. Yeah. And then she went into a new forest and like, that's obviously the forest that she, he, he's talking about is the bad one. And just the line of, yeah, spent too much time in the forest bound to happen. And I was just like, yeah, word. Yeah. (laughs) The world's, the world's kind of too big and it just seems like he's saying she kind of got lost in it and yeah. and in all this in all this conflict and he also makes point he has a couple great lines he makes a point to say that young people need to re, to be rescued from this yeah. otherwise it'll continue to happen and then and that's he looks at Niccolo at one point and he says it's, it's up to us adults to shoulder the sins of the past mm. you know that's one of the again Unreal. stinging fucking dialogue throughout this show but you know, I really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was... That was us. That was the fans in that moment. Be, you know? And, like, and that line has so much relevance because in this moment, he's being given the you know the knife. He's being given the power to either decide to continue down this path, slit this kid's throat, and let, it, let the blows just continue to roll. Or like maybe take a bit, you know, take a beat, try and sense what's going on, appreciate the greater context, and not just continue... To kill people in cold blood, yeah. and he makes that point, and he says, mm-hmm. "Us, you know, it's up up to us adults to do, make these kinds of decisions." And then seconds later, mm-hmm. we totally forget about Kaya, and yeah. she doesn't. She's not a grown up. She doesn't understand what's happening. All she knows is that now she has a face. She she knows the person who murdered someone that she looked up to, idolized, idolized, or she literally, and she goes for the fucking kill, Unreal. which it- was so sad and made so much sense. The, and it's, it's such a weird little thing that I noticed. I don't know why I, I, I kind of just got transfixed on this moment. Like both her mother, cause you can tell both like Sasha's parents are like very loving, obviously like they take in orphans, yeah. you know, and they raise them and Kaya being like, I think they consider Kaya like, you know, that is their daughter. It's not like, you know, just someone we take care of. Like that is their family. Mm-hmm. And both her parents, both Mr. And Mrs. Browse, like, they have her tackle, and I think the mom makes a line of like, "How dare you try to kill someone?" Yeah, and like is screaming, and then it look it looks too, and you can see like both the two of them are in tears trying to hold her down, and then Kai is like, "Fuck it, screaming!" Yeah. <laughs> like the whole family's just kind of mourning together, right? Yeah, and it was that you know that was like 
you know, I think probably when they heard about Sasha, you know, it was war. Like, you know, I'm sure they cried and it was upsetting and all that. But, like, it was kind of... But it wasn't you know, this, yeah. It wasn't... And then... But this was just, like... This was ripping the wound open. Totally. You know? And it was... You can tell it was just emotional for... And everyone, like... Armin's like, we gotta get you the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, best Armin read of all time. He's like, this this is no bueno. Like, we gotta get out of here. I also... And, yeah. Sorry, just as a side note, I want to say, I also really appreciate... Um, the, you know, I don't want to linger on Sasha's death too long with, like, too many shots of her grave. But it, I feel like this does do a really good job of making a season one character's death matter. Yeah. And it's not cheap. You know no. what I mean? No, this, no, no. no absolutely helps uh gabby's character development it helps push the plot forward because of where we all are and the setting that it's taking place in it's like it's it's just like really really good writing it's uh you know it really makes sasha's death matter and pays uh the appropriate amount of respect to that character while also just keeping the show going absolutely it's this and this is why this is like you know, this scene's again, the whole episode's tremendous, but, and then, you know, like, all this is happening, and, and Nicolo just kind of, he kind of comes to, he's like, fuck, like, what is wrong with me? Like, I almost killed a child. Yeah. You know, you can tell too, he's not, oh my god. Before Hilarious. that, he goes, as the whole character's crying, or as the whole family's crying, he goes, now the food's gone cold. Yeah. It's like, just nothing is working. No. It's, it's, it's very somber. That was my close to emotional moment. Mm. Or it may have been during him and Gabby's screaming match. But that whole thing happens in the span of, like, four minutes. That was just, like, that was some captivating shit, man. It was intense. I, I could not. Ugh, it's And after, I've rewatched <laughs> the episode three times now. And every time, it's just, like, jaw-dropped. It's so emotional. And so, it's, it's not that it's emotional. It's just, it's raw. Yeah. You know? Like, it's. Again, like I've I've never seen a hostage situation in a movie or a show like that before. Like the way they they're genuinely screaming at each other. Like these are people like not I guess in that moment Gabby and Nicolo just hate each other, you know. And just I don't know, the, oh, unreal. This episode, I, was, uh, I love this episode. I watched one. I try not to watch these before we have our podcast, but I mm. I, I watched one. Uh, reaction video, <laughs> and I can't remember who who it was, but I watched somebody reacting to this the scene of you know the whole family crying and all this stuff going on and, and the person i think it was uh from the normies one of them pauses it and he goes is the point of this show sadness <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like it's, it's fucking it's, word man it's starting to feel like it they fucking got me here yeah um but you know following this it after all this this beautiful character stuff we just go plot 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 yeah um, and Niccolo reveals the shit about the wine. Did you see it coming? Like, uh, well, know, from my, my theory the notwithstanding? Moment. No, the, the moment, like, Niccolo kind of snatched, drinking. yeah, stopped the bottle. was like, wow, that's, yeah, that's odd. If you hadn't said anything, I feel like I would have guessed that. Yeah. You know, it's so funny in retrospect, like. Of course it's obvious now, right? It's obvious now, but like, I feel like if you hadn't said anything. I feel like both our brains would have exploded during this yeah. episode. Do you know what I mean? And, like, that's the one bad thing about specu- speculation. But that, but a show like this, it's hard not to, like, try and figure out what's going on. Like, fuck, mm-hmm. like, what? And, you know, we said this last week. Like, there's so many directions. There's, there's so many balls being juggled right now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard not to try and figure out where, like, how everything's going to plan out. But the... And 
I genuinely believe Nikola is honest, or I believe he's being honest about, like, you know, he has to speculate. He's not a dummy. Like, he's a soldier and clearly not a dumb one. Like, he was in on, you know, he's been working with the scouts, but do you think, like, and uh, Anya Capone, do you believe him too? Do you think he had no idea what was going on? I do. Yeah. The only reason I do is because, you know, it seems clear that Aaron was in on the plot and intentionally mm. cut out the scouts. And it sure. seemed, it, it, I feel like it's possible that the same thing is happening on the other side. Like Zeke and Yelena are aware and intentionally cut out mm. the, you know, anti-Marlian volunteers on their end just to ensure, you know, that the flowing of information doesn't fuck up their plan. You know, keep as sure. many people, uh, keep as uh, small circle as you can. Um, of course, that begs the question, like, why the fuck does Flock know? Like, how many of the Jaegerists are totally aware? That was a oh bummer. My God. That, was a, yeah. that was a punch in the gut. Yeah. Um, but we'll get there in a sec. Because uh, it looks like Falco got some of that wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because Nicola makes a point why, of, like, you need yeah. to wash his mouth out. And that was, that just shows, like, how genuine and good a character he is. Like, how he cares. How, he doesn't want that to happen to anyone. He's like, off, and he's like, yeah. but it's probably too late. <laughs> Yeah, how awful will it be if that's the way Falco goes? It shows both sadness, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? You know, like uh, it's... long theory, long game theory. This one I feel like I have much less good chances, but uh, I don't know what you call this. It's, you know when they throw the, the football really far? Mm. What's that called? Throw it into the end zone? No, it's like... Ma- it <laughs> it's taking a Hail Mary. Hail Mary, there you Bit go. Bit of a Hail Mary here. Uh... Maybe, you know, the plan goes and the, all the, you know, a bunch of Titans pop off because of this plan and they've ingested the wine. Maybe, uh, you know, Falco pops and is saved because he gets to eat a Titan. And mm. he. the only reason I'm suggesting that, because I know it's far-fetched, is because of, you know, back in the pilot or the episode one where he was kind of, it seemed like he was remembering being a scout and I'm, I'm just thinking maybe he eats somebody who was a scout. Maybe he eats Reiner. Um, that is, you know, it's my fail, Mary. I have no idea. Do you think he, eh, Reiner. Because wow. he was he was kind of supposed to, though, right? Like, yeah. Like, he was in the running for the armor. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, not that we're justifying the whole candidate passing down thing. But, like, Jesus, I'd really rather him have it than fucking Gabby at this point. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. Who who knows? Random theory. Um, hopefully he doesn't pop off at all. Mm, ideally no, ideally no. But this, uh, yeah, and just watching like that was the other thing too. Like the little moments in this episode of like you can see Hanj uh, and Armin are trying to you know, like they're pumping water down his throat. Yeah. And they get it in, they get it out, and Hanj is like again. And I think they do that like three or four they times. Have him in a bath at one point. Yeah, yeah, it's like, no, again, and it's yeah. like, do it again, and do it again, and it's like, they really are, the kid. they're trying to save the kid, yeah. you know, and like, he again, he's clearly, a, they know who he is, they know he's a warrior candidate, they know how important he is to the side, and they're like, they're just trying to save a life, mm-hmm. you know, like, being good people, fuck, man, love these guys. Then we go back to Levi. Levi. Really cool scene here, he gets the news about the prison break, and mm-hmm. he is clearly pissed off and he has this cool scene with that animation on the trees. What do you think about that? That was super cool. Like didn't expect it. And the first thing I thought of is they're going to close his story out soon. Yeah. That's what uh, I thought. 
the way they showed the memories and all that and just by his lines were so potent mm-hmm. and like he hates Aaron in this moment <laughs> like he's like how many you know and they Hanj had said the same thing like a couple episodes ago of how many times have we had to save you or this is like when they picked him up in the blimp following the Marley every attack. time you get captured we have to save you and people die yeah and Levi repeats the same thing it's like Levi's... I've lost so many comrades oh, like God. They had the OG Levi squad from season one in there. Yeah. Do you remember that shit, man? In his the forest? Whole, yeah, his whole yeah. fucking squad got killed by Annie. Yeah, and Hanny was not uh, delicate with them either. That was no. probably one of the most, thinking back, some of the most memorably vicious moments in this series was Annie just going loose in that forest. Dude, yeah. It, it really was because they took time to intro you to Levi's squad and like Aaron's time bonding with them. And then for a sec, it looks like they're doing well against the female Titan, and then she just fucking bodies each one of them. Yeah. And they even give you, like, a special moment of, like, Levi, like, flying over all their corpses mm. and realizing what has happened. Jesus. But, uh, yeah, I think you're right. And it, it really bums me out because I'm sure, as you know, and everybody knows, I think Levi even, like, kind of alludes to it at the beginning of the episode because I'm pretty popular. <laughs> like, he, yeah. He's, a, he's clearly a fan favorite. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's the one you don't want to see go, which exactly, no. which may be why we see him go here in the next couple. A, it was just such a dramatic moment. It was theatrical, you know, like this, it was like screens and it kind of not, it didn't make me think of Willie. Remember Willie, Dave? How far, like Willie was so <laughs> far long ago at this point. It's unreal. He was a good character. In he was a good character. Barely there, but he, he crushed it. But like, and then that that's such a highlight of this season is like, we got Nicolo, we got Gabby, we got Falco, we got, you know, uh, Yelena to an extent, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're getting all these new characters and I feel like they've been with us the whole ride. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I feel like I know Nicolo better than half of the scouts. And yeah, especially you know? because of, yeah, when you give a character a moment like that, you know. Yeah, it, it I goes guess really that's far. true, yeah. But uh, I, I really liked, you know, I liked Levi's monologue. I loved the animation. Um, I love like the ending line. He says, you know, was all that suffering for a farce like this, or was all that mm. effort for a farce like this? You know, he's clearly, he's clearly pissed off. But I will say, like, you know, I appreciate me a motivated Levi. Mm-hmm. We've seen what he's capable of in the past, so I feel like it's inevitable that he's going to get caught up in this uh, conflict with the wine. And he, you know, I just kind of, I hope he survives it. Well, and there was another a really interesting line that kind of caps off this scene is, you know, the Levi kind of puts two and two together that Pixis, you know, is planning to have, you know, someone they know and trust to, to eat Aaron. Mm-hmm. And he just makes the line of, I know someone else. I know another shit who should have been eaten right away. And then the scene cuts to black mm-hmm. and there's kind of a sound effect. I think he immediately is making a move on Zeke. Fuck I think man. he's. I think. I think he goes. To, I think he goes for the kill, and I think that we're going to see that next week. That's my little prediction. But I appreciate that. I think, I. It's irritating that they were. I mean, it's not irritating. It's frustrating because I. I know why it's happening, but I, it's irritating that he gets the news about the prison break and and all this shit. But he. I wish he fucking knew about the wine because if he yeah. did, he would probably understand how vulnerable he is. Because the chances are, I'm guessing everybody around him. Yeah, has been uh, has been made vulnerable. I, I also I was thinking about this randomly, and I think uh, if we assume the wine plot succeeds mm. because he wants to get out of there, 
or Aaron comes to rescue and they have to they have to do it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, guessing you and I both said either Levi has never drunk the wine because he's all business. I guarantee he hasn't. Yeah, no I was going to say or I can't. I do not see him going the way of being made a titan. That would just be way too mean. But like, yeah. dude, imagine. <laughs> um, or or like maybe you know some Ackerman bullshit will prevent it from working on him or something. But it seems more likely that it's the uh, that's the former, and that I bet he just hasn't had a sip. That's interesting too. They they really they hit a couple times this season about the power of the Ackermans, and but they fo- they've been focusing on Mikasa so much. Mm-hmm. But he's he's an Ackerman too. Yeah. So I wonder if that's gonna pop pop up. Yeah, uh, you know there is time, assuming there's a season two, but or a uh, part two. But uh, anyway, good scene. I really appreciated oh, that. Really good scene. Like I said, Levi was every scene he had this episode was like out of the park good very good i just don't want him to leave it feels like he's got no one left like with erwin leaving and Mm. and hanji seems so fucking overwhelmed these days it just feels like they're kind of all we've got left in terms of leadership and they're both a bit overwhelmed and spread thin um and it's just it's shitty to see the scouts so vulnerable and on the back we've never really seen that we've only like the only time we've seen this was when they were on the run but even yeah. then, they had, like, a significant leg up on a bunch of stuff. They had the yep. Titan. You know, they had Aaron. The coup was in progress. It felt like we were, you know, we at least had a plan. Yeah. Um, this is, everyone's scattered. No one can communicate. You know, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's dire. Very, the next episode's going to be, uh, well, the, yeah. Anyways, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. So, Niccolo explains, we go back, and Niccolo explains to the scouts that they've used this tactic before. Mm-hmm. That they conquered a capital city in one night with the use of this spinal fluid. Um, so, you know, this is not experimental. No. And that's what I had alluded to earlier. Because we, we had wondered if, you know, the only reason Zeke could, could control them was because it was his own spinal fluid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they make reference... And, and Nikola makes reference to this city was using his spinal yeah. fluid to do this. So, I don't know. It's... um. In my heart of hearts, I'm really hoping that Zeke is going to make his move, thinking that Aaron is with him, and Aaron's mm. going to see, and be like, "Nah, this ain't like oh, this God. is no good." I'm, and know. then uses his founding power to maybe stop or the founding Titan to stop it. Who knows? Like, I'm not fucking holding out for Aaron for anything. No, I'm really not. <laughs> um, I'm really not. Around this time, like you had mentioned, you know, Armin had taken Gabby away. Yeah. With uh, Mikasa. And it's around, you know, everything kind of happens at once here mm-hmm. in a series of cool cuts. Um, but, you know, he brings her to the table. And, you know, again, Gabby's kind of on that one track mind of like, don't you want to kill me? You know, why would you, you know, don't kill Falco. It was me who killed this girl. It was me who bludgeoned the guard to death. And Armin has, you know, a, a stinger of a line. Like one of my favorites yeah. of the whole episode. You know what I'm going to say? Yeah. Yeah, you know, kill this, kill that. It's all you think about. Like somebody else I know, and then like the, if that wasn't on the nose enough, because that was a great line. Aaron yeah. walks up behind them. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> they have this weird. This show has this weird way of doing super dramatic things, really like mundanely. Yeah, like him casually being like, "Oh, hey guys," um, and with the hand, yeah. the cut hand too. Yeah, I know he's loaded, as, as if he had that loaded gun on his two best friends. 
Yeah, and for I could, yeah. for a sec there, I thought he's going to transform because it cuts away, mm. and we see Flock show up in the other room. This uh, Flock guy, he's bad news, that's man. A little shit. Yeah, I know. They gave him like a full villain frame. Yeah, yeah. They even got the evil anime face on him at one yeah, point. I was that's like, what I'm saying. I was like, for real. Sounds a bit. Yeah, that felt like very uncharacteristic of the show. Like, but I think it just shows that Flock is like a bloodthirsty fucker. Yeah, you know, bloodthirsty, radicalized, one-track mind. Um, he has the like the most heavy deliverance of lines I've seen in a long time in this show. Yeah, man. Uh, when Han just going back and forth with him. Oh yeah, the disrespect. Well, he just says like, "Hey, like, uh, don't, because like, don't give me a reason to prove to you that I'm not playing." Yeah, he he, lo- like, he cocks the gun and says, "I'm not one of your lackeys that's going to answer to you." Yeah. And God damn, homie. was like, I will kill someone. Like, it was, and it was so, it was just, it's so crazy. It was too, not too much, but like, we had just had all this stuff with Niccolo and Gabby and, and, and the, and the Grouse family or the Browse family. And it's just, and then you go to like this hostage situation. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, like, can we get a fucking break with the hostages? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But then, but then he lets it slip that they've been in on. Because they make a reference to, you know, Han just makes, like, a last-ditch attempt saying, like, no, no, like, like Zeke tricked us, like, you know, the the wine has spinal fluid, and then... <laughs> and then... What happened, you know, Grant? They can be a little dumber. And it just kind of proved that they're in on it. You yeah, know? it did prove that the military... Or at least that the Jaegerists, the yeah. Jaegabams, were totally oh aware of, uh, of the plot the whole way through. That fucking sucked. Yeah. Um... And then, you know, his whole, like, his, like you said, his evil anime face. So out of character. Yeah. Or not just, out of character. It was so out of show. Yeah, that's what I'm you saying. Know? Like, it, yeah. it just felt weird. Yeah. Um, Fitting, though. Fuck fit, yeah, and that, in the moment, it felt like, you know, we have how the turntables, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, it's like, yeah, we're really, we're really kind of fucked here. Mm. Um, and, and I don't. You know, I just, I, I just wonder what the plan is and if they're ready for casualties or 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 not, because um, the episode closes in the next scene, right? Mm-hmm. With uh, Aaron saying, you know, he cuts to his bleeding hand on the table, like you just said, that loaded gun, yeah. this time pointed at his best friends. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to talk to I'm you guys. I'm really curious. Yeah. I'm really curious what he has to say. It, you know... It makes me wonder if this is the end, because it you know with with Levi having that moment of being like you know he felt felt like he was kind of giving up on Aaron, and this like kind of somber look in Aaron's eyes when he confronts Mikasa and everybody. It feels like do you think he's getting ready to separate himself from them and just mm. do it himself, or do you think he's going to try and convince them to to come on board? Um. I think he's probably giving them a chance to like get away from all this. Maybe tell them to run. Yeah, that's what I would. That's my. I think he still loves and cares for them like deeply, and doesn't want them involved. But I think that he thinks that like the path is like too far gone at this point. Right. Um. So, it's um. It's 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 really hard to say, because I just the fact that he entered that situation 
Like, did he really think that Mikasa and Ar- Armin would, like, just taken him down immediately? I don't know. But you he know, has insurance. But that's the thing. That he says has something, insurance. Right? So, I don't know. It's it's it, This isn't my Aaron, you know? Like, it's <laughs> this isn't anyone's Aaron at this point. It's crazy. Like, Hashtag not my Aaron. Yeah. But I do want to kind of go back a little bit. I think the really important thing about two episodes ago with Kaya and Gabby, mm. we had talked about how there was a, like, an olive branch was given to Gabby, like, as a chance mm-hmm. to come back, you know, or to come away from, like, her, just, like, her one-track mind, you know, like, the, you know, I think you and I have said Zealotry, like, a hundred yeah. times over 13 episodes, yeah, yeah. but, like, it's evident, and, like, they really, they've been hitting that home, but they gave her this olive branch, and then she this episode she continued on that path and it only like her zealotry only potentially killed the person she loves and cares about like you know she grew up with this kid like you know she Mm -hmm. whether she knows it or not or you know it's she's a child like she loves falco falco's the closest thing she's got to a friend yeah absolutely like you know like the the bonds they would have for like the just like being an ld and marley and just probably going through that program like you know it's and it's also he's all she has left like uh udo and uh Sophia. Sophia, like they're they're gone and that was mm-hmm. brutal how that happened and she probably doesn't know the state of her family back home either. Mm-hmm. But she still carried on and like was bragging to Nikola about killing the soldiers and we're going to kill so many more on the way out of here and yada yada. But this moment when she at like she asks Armin, she's like you guys must hate me. And yeah. Armin's like I don't hate you. And then she's like well don't you guys want to kill me? And he's like I don't want to kill anybody. This mm. was the second time they've done this for her. I'm wondering if they're going to make her at the last minute. I think she's going to get her wish. I think she might kill Aaron. Oh, God, that's a terrifying prediction. Wouldn't Can you be. imagine? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's been her trajectory. This is what she has wanted. She wants to be the savior of Eldia, as also, like, kind of Aaron does in his weird way. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm not saying this is definitively, but, like, I do... It might not go as that far to like to save her character, but I think she might be more leaning to maybe maybe he makes some kind of vow and she gets possessed by that. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Like I don't know. It's but I do think I think they're making an attempt at trying to save Gabby's soul a little bit. I I, I agree. I think it's also no accident that she's sitting at that table when, with those two. With yeah. those two, when he decides to have maybe a pivotal 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 and perhaps last conversation with them before things radically change you know we saw how important it was um for falco's character to witness the conversation wow yeah reiner and uh aaron yeah you know it, it might make a lot of sense you know aaron this is the weird thing is like in that conversation way back then he did he seems to demonstrate that he's not radicalized that he yeah. does understand both sides. That he understands, you know, he has this great line, you know, over the wall, across the sea, people are the same. They're generally good people. Yeah. But he proceeds anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Aaron seems to have a, you know, definitely a more mature understanding than Gabby, but he's going to sure. proceed anyway. And then you have Armin and Mikasa, both of whom, mostly Armin, who has like suggested that he's interested in a di- diplomatic solution. Mm-hmm. He's told uh, Gabby very recently, yeah, I'm not going to kill you. Like, I'm not fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not that simple. So I don't know. I think hopefully we get a lot of conversation uh, yeah. between between the uh, three of them. I also think, uh, you know, another semi-Hail Mary is maybe this is the moment where Mikasa has to choose. 
mm. you know, between what's right or what she feels is right and unwavering loyalty to mm. to Aaron. Because we're now we're now down to three episodes, right? Three, uh, three episodes left. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I how this is played out, this episode gives me a feeling like they could potentially wrap this up in three episodes kind of leave it at like a standstill point of like this is <clears throat> how the anime is ending the story versus how so? like the manga okay. i'm not saying definitively but there would be fucking it, protests <laughs> there would be but i do kind of get a sense that things are kind of coming to a little bit of closure I, I i agree with you though like it feels like it's narrowing mm-hmm. um and it's more so than even end. last week last week it seemed like significantly bigger scope and after this episode it's like very much kind of like it depends yeah. i think it depends how they want to do it you know because yeah they could provide the anime with a big not a reset but they you know it depends on how much content and how big the show wants to go right it could mm. you know they they could really shake up things by having an effective surprise attack by marley you yeah. know what i mean and maybe that throws everything into chaos because right now you know up until recently at least in season four, it's really been Marley against uh, Paradis, and because the, the, the Jaegerists on the inside fucking everything up, oh, it has turned this, yeah, it's turned this whole thing on its head and has made everything much more complicated. Um, but maybe you can elongate that conflict if, or I, I don't fucking know. I still think there's a, a part two until proven wrong. But no, I agree. I I I, I don't think this story. It's gonna sound like so fanboy fanboy, but like. This story is too beautiful <laughs> to not give the fans and like also the story its respect to not like properly, you know, run its due course. Yeah. Because if they ended in three episodes, that would not be doing it. I'm sure it'll be awesome yeah. and will be up and down and they're I'm sure they would find a way to like kinda appease us some way. But like I don't think I don't know. I just I don't think so. Like it's I think it would be silly to do that. Like and and this thing's a money printing. I was machine. gonna say it's also it's too popular. It yeah. it uh, it usurped. It took the number one and number like several of the top five spots for best TV show episodes of all time away from Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Like yeah. it's it's too big. I I have to assume that even if Ma- or Mappa couldn't handle a part two, that someone else would. Um, that you know they wouldn't just let it die. Who knows? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. That's that's about it. Do you have any major predictions for next episode? I mean, we've given a few. I, I assume you watched the Stinger. Yeah, and did you catch the episode name? Savagery. Yeah, it's not going to be a good one, man. I'm telling you. I think, I don't think Levi goes out this episode, but I think, I think uh, him versus the monk round uh, round two is Monkey. on. Monkey. Uh, I think that goes down. I, I genuinely, I genuinely believe that like that cut to black was him like, 100%. like making a beeline, um, you know, probably a beautiful shot of him almost being Adam and Zeke, you know, yeah, you know, you know, uh, trigger tr- transforming. Um, I do believe in the conversation. I think Aaron's gonna try and justify himself. He's not. I don't think he's gonna apologize. I think he's just gonna. I don't think he's. I don't think Aaron is going to try and bring them onto his side. I think he's gonna tell them to run. Like, just get out of here. Yeah. Like, I think... is Because they kind of opened the door with Hazuru a little bit mm-hmm. for... Yeah, yeah. That, because that... Oh, okay. strategy. Oh, here... Okay, here we go. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> if there is a part two, if we get an announcement about a part two leading up, mm-hmm. I bet you some core cast gets on a boat, makes a run for Hazuru, 
and regroups. whether regroups away from it all and like yeah. maybe the Azumabitos hide them because you know I've said this before they they introduced her scar there's no way in three episodes they can wrap up all these things they've left on the table mm-hmm. there's no way I genuinely believe that I would be shocked because oh, they waste so much time in each episode I think there's got to be I that might be my again this is you know to the end of the season not necessarily for next week but I think they might be lying but I think Aaron is just telling like get the fuck out of here like this isn't for you guys anymore. Yeah. Like this this is now a holy war. Mm-hmm. And you guys didn't sign up for this. You know, like this is not mm-hmm. what it was four years ago. Yeah. I uh I, I pretty much agree. I mean, I think, you know, their relationship is gonna change radically. Yeah. Um, I don't know in what form exactly. Um, but outside of that, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, the wine plot will probably succeed or happen to an extent mm. and there'll be conflict and i would not be shocked if somebody uh you know season one type character dies in the middle mm. if 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 it turns out to be an action heavy episode i wouldn't be surprised if you know just somebody catches a bullet or, or gets eaten or you know just to remind us of the stakes not that we really need it but uh, i wouldn't be surprised if there was a casualty um mm-hmm. but yeah i feel like you i also agree you know probably get we'll probably get zeke round two or, or some form of that, him springing a trap, or, or Levi attempting, you know, to, to circumvent said trap. I mean, I just predict that's action the, there. Because that's, that's too, because there could be Jaegerus with Levi. Yeah, they hinted at that, right? Um, that they're, you know, that they, they were spread throughout the military. So, yeah. I guess we'll have to see. We will have to see, Dave. Fucking crazy. All right, people. Thank you for listening. Um... We do this this time every week. Uh, we try and stick to the same schedule. So we will uh, see you again. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, as always, do the social media thing or, or you know support this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Like, comment, subscribe, follow it, whatever you like. We appreciate all of it. Um, it's great to continue to see the podcast uh, to grow. And as a result, we're going to keep doing it. So yeah. You know, we've been talking about what to cover next, assuming there's a break between part one and two, assuming there is a part two. Um, so if you've got suggestions, maybe we'll put out a survey or something coming soon. Uh, but until then, we'll see you again for next week's episode of Attack on Titan. Thanks, guys. Cheers.